0: Hello and welcome to another episode of The Full Force Weekly brought to you by General's Joe's reborn.com with me as your host Christopher McLeod, aka Diagnostic 80. For today's episode, I'm all on my own. In this regular video series, I round up all the week's news in the world of GI Joe. What is it me? No, I played the wrong video. But what is it's it Pat? The Full Force Weekly and yeah, you've clearly played the <laughs> wrong video. <laughs> good start to the episode i thought i'd switched them around clearly i hadn't um no pat's joining it was a fake out it was all planned i just made everyone think that pat wasn't here and i was on my own and there he is how are you doing buddy well hopefully you're not predicting anything about my internet connection today oh let's hope not oh my goodness um anyway it's the full force weekly and already have thousands of comments what is going on that is crazy, guys. Everyone is going absolutely bonkers in the chat. Great to see. I would call everyone out, but there's like about a trillion of you uh, already chatting away. Um, anyway, thanks for jumping on this uh, Saturday morning. Uh, Pat, how goes it? Are you all right?
1: Oh, yeah. I've, I've just been very busy. It, it's good. I was at the toy department last week, so I wasn't
0: here that their new establishment right yes
1: yes it was very very nice it's big
0: it's, it's massive by the looks of things on uh on TV um yeah so shout out to the toy department to Chris and Kenny and everyone else there there's so many of them who else there's so many that work there right
1: uh yeah uh Paul and Matt and yeah there's there's uh quite a few
0: now yeah. And uh, every time I've been to the toy department, Brian's been there as well. Kaufman's been yes, there. Yes. And, and, but, and yeah. of course, Brian. Yeah. yeah I mean, how can I
1: not include Brian? He, he, let's, he let's
0: leave me. him out of it. No shout out for him. Um, <laughs> awesome. Guys, so much news to get through this week. Um, it's almost it's almost to the point where I almost said, I was always going to message Pat and say, Pat, I've done like about 20 lives this week. I'm going to maybe pause this weekend and we'll and I'll do a re- response to the to the reveals. And I didn't. I just thought sod it. Let's just do it anyway. So you're getting another weekly full of absolute banter from me and Pat. Anyway, lots of news to get through, buddy. It's been crazy. Before we get to the SDCCC stuff, because obviously that is the major um, news of the week. Um, we're going to de- delve into some Diamond Select Toys news. <music> Diamond Select Toys revealed their next G.I. Joe Gallery diorama statue, and it wasn't what anybody was expecting at all. Adventure Team G.I. Joe Colton was the awesome reveal, featuring the first Joe battling a huge snake on a crushed pontoon boat. Standing approximately 10 inches tall, made of high quality PVC, with detailed sculpting and paint applications, the statue boasts a very cool flocked hair and beard feature as well. Designed by Barry Bradfield and sculpted by Rocco Tartamella, it will cost Fifty nine ninety nine, with pre-orders open now and shipping estimated for Q one of twenty twenty four. There you go. Um, what do you think about this one, Pat? Nice little review.
1: I'm really surprised.
0: Yeah, this is a this is an interesting one. I know. It's like out of all of the the DST Gallery diorama type things they were going to do. I mean, it should have been it should have been one of those things that was sort of a, a possibility based on the fact that those mini-mates they revealed recently of the, um you know, the kind of like Super Joe ones and the Adventure Team ones. So it's, you know, it's one of those things that maybe it should have been maybe on a thought process, but honestly, I was just expecting another like GI, like, you know, 80s kind of GI Joe nod. Yeah. And I have to wonder if this isn't a prediction of things to come. Ooh. Ooh. You mean like some sort of, uh, I don't know like a classified figure of this description would you think yeah I kind of think that this would work so yeah that's kind of my feeling is
1: at least this is on the mind I mean it may just be on the mind of some of the, them as licensees but uh you know the fact that it's getting approved by yeah. Hasbro and somebody want, wants to do it and this is kind of a big thing this is to me more than just mini mates because mini mates are just kind of a, a small thing that you know people pick up and there's so so many of them that it's nice to have those additional characters in there but this is kind of a this is kind of a bigger deal do
0: you reckon if they do him he'd come with a pontoon boat and a giant snake no do you think if they did him he'd come with a pontoon boat and a pygmy gorilla <laughs> no oh because that was what the original one that was and i would have been all over that yeah um... i mean, he might come with some sort of animal i i would assume yeah, because I, I could see them definitely doing that. Like Next year is obviously the 60th. We've already had 60th um, kind of leaked listings. Um, and we've kind of like undernered over what those two, is it Tom and Jerry, could be. Um, but obviously this is the, from the 70s era, this particular homage right now. Um, so yeah. I wonder, but, but that is, you know, with the 60th celebration, it's probably going to be all things G.I. Joe as well as the 60, you know, the 60s kind of thing. So there's a, I think, yeah, the, I think there's a very high possibility we could see Joe Colton um at some point in the classified series. Yeah, definitely. Um, anywho, um, this this statue itself is really cool looking, and also it's got flocked hair. That's really amazing. Yeah, flocked very hair. Good, so that's fun. Um, I'm yeah, kind of excited to see that uh, in the flesh. I just did before this show started a Diamond Select Toys Destro unboxing, which you can check out if you haven't already. After the show, we did um, I did the uh, gallery diorama uh, unboxing of these, so this was a timely timely kind of affair. Um, I'm, I'm hoping they send me this one as well, so I can open this one. Just 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 saying, Diamond Select Toys, go ahead and send it. Um, it's fifty nine ninety nine as well, which is actually like, I, I find that actually quite reasonable for the statues. Yeah. That's really
1: not that bad at all. I mean, statues can get pricey quickly. So that really isn't bad. And yeah, it, totally. it, it's a good size too. You know, not, not, you said. not too, uh, cumbersome, but not small either.
0: Yeah. The one, like I said, the ones I was messing around with today, they're quite solid and they're a decent size, like you say, and they're, yeah, they're quite uh hefty. So yeah that's not bad for, for sixty bucks um pre-orders are open now it says seven twenty one on there obviously that was yesterday so uh go check that out right now shipping in quarter one of twenty twenty four um will the sixtieth be revealed today says r k w probably not i imagine they would keep that for the actual sixtieth um year anniversary thing what do you think pat we'll probably find out sometime before next year but We'll probably find out before four or five o'clock today. I'd imagine that <laughs> oh, no. I don't know. Um, but um, yeah, I don't know if 60th will be revealed today, but I've got a feeling that we'll, yeah, that it towards the end of the year, I would, I would I gauge I, if it's going to be. I released. would assume so
1: too. I would yeah. assume
0: that they, they will just kind of hype that because
1: the year will be on its way, and yeah, they'll definitely want to get that out in 2024. So it. Might be a little bit early right now. It feels like we're still getting reveals and things that are coming later this year, right?
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, RKW says I'm a diamond select shill. I am now, actually. They're really good in hand. I was, um, you know, absolutely gushing over it earlier. Um, rabbit hole already kind of feels that way, Jeffrey. <laughs> but thankfully, they're satiating my rabbit hole, they're filling my rabbit hole for me. Sorry, that's a really poor choice of words. Um, anyway. Ooh, what did you think of chris star sorry i just saw a chris star comment in the comments there Pat, did you you quite interested in chris star being in the marvel legends line
1: i think that's an interesting direction and yeah i, I want to see that figure i don't know if i'll buy it because i don't really i mean i i'm buying some six inch gi joe obviously but i don't really buy six inch figures in general yeah. uh if it was a four inch figure i would be all over it but
0: six inch mm-hmm.
1: and not gi joe <laughs>
0: Yeah, true. I get you. Right, so that is DST, jo- 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 Joseph Colton, GI, the first G.I. Joe, fighting a massive snake on a pontoon boat that's getting crushed as a statue. Um, really excited for these um, statues now, uh, oddly enough. We'll be doing another unboxing, of course, of the Baroness. I've got busts to open up. I've got mini-mates to go nuts over. It's going to take a while, uh, but, yeah, it should be some fun times uh Shark Pat, can you remind can can we remind Shark eyes of who Chris Star is? Or is there any can we have a quick history of Chris Star?
1: Chris Star was a comic book made by Marvel back whenever I think somebody was getting excited about um fantasy stories. Yeah. And so I can't remember who it was that uh that wrote Chris Star, but it was definitely somebody who was excited about like Lord of the Rings and they wanted they wanted to really do this this big epic comic book and it there is a there is a, a, a toy tie-in and you probably remember them by being Crystal Warrior the Crystal Warriors they were clear action figures made by was it Mego that made those Remco. See-
0: Remco. It was Remco Remco.
1: Yeah. It's probably like one of the best lines that Remco had done uh and they're not cheap I'm- now because a lot of them break because they're clear figures and they just- had a really cool clear dragon and uh, I think what did it last? Just a few issues.
0: Yeah, I got eleven, answered. I think. Like an eleven-issue fantasy-based comic book. Um, I'm trying. I'm trying to find who the writer was, but uh, couldn't. Yeah, I, I can't be bothered. Anyway, that's amazing. Um, there you go. There's your quick history lesson um, on Crystal. Thanks, Pat. Uh, articulated points episode to follow, I imagine. Right.
1: Uh, no. <laughs>
0: you're not gonna I don't really know that
1: much about Chris star I mean I I bought the first issue and looked some things up but yeah I I don't remember a whole lot I remember them I remember the specific store that's what I do with toys is I remember the specific store (laughs) that I would see that toy in all the time To be honest I'm not really sure what that store was I just know that it was all the way in the back on the wall and I remember which Plaza it was in
0: amazing that's that's pretty cool. I I do have strong memories of of shops where I picked up GI Joe figures, Hunt, like so strong. Each individual
1: figure as well. You know what? It was the discount store in that plaza. It was the cl- like closeout stuff. So oh that's no! Why. Yeah, it was
0: already it was already on sale. Already it had already gone was. to Ross. That was whenever
1: I saw it, it was already, you know, on the way on the way out. Already oh, done. No
0: way. Uh, anyway, there's your Chris Star update. Um, next, new, I didn't get to do a video for that. Sorry, guys. Next video or next uh, segment, we're going to be talking a little bit about Snake Eyes game development. <laughs> Comic Arcade have revealed in a blog post on their website that they have moved up from concept phase to pre-production on the AAA Snake Eyes video game. Wizards of the Coast gave the newly formed game studio the go-ahead during a recent visit to the establishment located in Raleigh, North Carolina. The news is very promising and puts into motion the process of getting the game and team ready for full production and then finally release. There's still some time to wait before we see anything from the game, but it's time to start those excitement engines. them revved up. Uh, Snake Eyes, a bit more news on the Snake Eyes game. Now this is an interesting one because I didn't realize it needed to go into the next phase. I thought yeah. it was. I thought it was already go. You know, you build a studio to make a computer game. You're pretty much committing to make yeah. that computer game. So this was an interesting bit of information. Very welcomed, but surprising. How how did you feel about it?
1: Yeah, I'm thinking maybe this is just a sign of how video games are. Are, are made now. You need to go from having a small team working on the concept and everything to maybe having the larger team that starts building out all the assets because somebody has to make, you know, if there's a, if there's a cereal box in the game, somebody has to design that. You know Absolutely. Know what I mean? um,
0: so I hope there is actually. Um, yeah. So this is, again, this is one we, uh, we've been excited for this for a while since it kind of kicked off and all the noise yeah. coming out of it. The fact that it's a triple A game, The fact, you know, like straight away, like the quality is going to be higher, the money going into it's going to be bigger, uh, the development team's bigger, the everything about this game is saying the right things. The people involved in it, the, you know, Brandon Jura writing it, um, you know, the people kind of like involved, even that concept artists. It seems to be like something that I think we can get excited about. Um, and this at this point it's gone from like you say concept phase to pre-production and then that goes into actual production and then phase four is release. So effectively we're in phase two of a four phase situation um probably still a good year and a half, maybe two years out, would you say?
1: Yeah, it's not going to be it's not gonna be quick, but that's a good thing. Because it sounds like every time we every time we get news, it's good news, and all of the if you if you took all the things that we've complained about in previous G.I. Joe video games, including them not getting off the ground at all for a long time, yeah, uh, all those things and, and complained about them, they are addressing all of that stuff by the way that they are approaching this, and I really yeah. appreciate that.
0: The fact that it's got an entire studio behind yeah. it as well like that's crazy and they again built from the ground up a, a little bit as well yeah. i think what i i was what i was surprised at because they're saying they were in concept phase i thought concept phase was prior to the the um founding of the actual studio uh, because it felt like right. the the is it Ames curtion i think it's Ames curtion he was in um he was basically doing concept and, and stuff at wizards of the coast for this particular uh, this idea for a GI Joe computer game. We saw those concept art pieces. Do you remember back on that um yeah. Hasbro kind of like uh video, like corporate video or something they were doing? And you know, that was that that was really cool. And we were all like, oh, that's that this is gonna be really cool if it's anything like this, with his tank mech things and all sorts of crazy stuff, and snake eyes with like, you know, a uh, prosthetic leg and and limbs and stuff. So I think. That is what I thought the concept phase was before they went and built a Bloomin' studio, and then that I figured that would be pre-production phase, but apparently not.
1: Yeah, and I think that for as much development as this has gone through, I'm really not thinking that any of that. I'm thinking that that's just a almost like, like hype, but not necessarily anything that we'll actually see. So yeah, I'm still curious to see what we actually do see on screen.
0: Yeah, when we start getting, like, little, you know, images and,
1: we, and, and... whether or not I'm going to have to buy a new video game system by the time this thing comes out.
0: That's true. In order to play it. 73rd generation PlayStation 75 or something is what we'll be getting next. Uh, the Xbox, 3 billion and 60. Um, anyone remember Shinobi? Yes, RKW. I bloody love Shinobi. Um right. Anyway, yes, I mean, that's the game news. A little bit, a nice bit of development information there for us. Um, and interesting as well, Wizards of the Coast went to the studio and almost like gave it a look, you know, make kind of like, I suppose it was like a the bosses visit visiting kind of scenario. You know, we all have that at some point in our lives where the bosses from you know, the higher, the upper echelons of the company turn up to check everything. I'm sure you've had that in the past. Oh yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I'm thinking that maybe later today, my life.
0: Oh, perfect. It must be, it must be in the water. It's all the, all the, it must be something going on in the, uh, in the business world that's making everyone check up on their staff. Um, but yeah, so they turn up there and, and give the go ahead, but that's great. At least we're, moving again in and getting into that in that the right direction is what i would say um very exciting stuff cannot wait for this and that brings that to a close um now guys we have got um a little bit because this kind of ties in with sdcc but it was revealed beforehand so we've done a little separate segment to talk about three (laughs) zero
2: 3-0
0: 3-0 have been at it again with two brand new reveals right in the middle of the SDCC build-up. First, they revealed Destro and followed that up with Cobra Commander. They've been showing the figures off at SDCC, but we will get to that later on the SDCC wrap-up segment. Pre-orders will be following soon, so keep an eye on the socials for any updates. Yes, absolutely. This is, This is a comment that I really enjoyed from Yorktown Joe. I thought concept phase was when the creator is thinking about it <laughs> while showering and shaving. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what concept phase is, in my opinion. Uh, you agree with that one, Pat? Yeah, yeah. And also, you can throw another SH word in there as well, because uh, that's where most of my thinking goes on. Um, I can't say it out loud, though, because it would be... Um, yeah, exactly. And now everyone's thinking of the poop emoji. Right. Um, three-zero reveals, Destro and Cobra Commander. This was... I would I would say surprise but I don't know why I'm continually surprised by the licensees bringing out products around SDCC and Yojo June why does that surprise me
1: yeah probably because my mind isn't there expecting to see more of this stuff you know and a lot of the stuff from licensees it's like well I'm happy that they released some things but I don't necessarily expect it to to continue to infinity you know yeah so and it doesn't even feel like it's a failure if it do, if more doesn't come out it's exactly yeah. that's all that they planned on making. So yeah, I was not. I, I guess I really should have expected these. Dash Dashtron Cobra Commander, <laughs>
0: pretty obvious. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm the same though. Like I, I wasn't. It, I, I think you're right. It's like because you're not thinking directly about it, and they space out the reveals so often. Um, I, I should. I think we'll get to the point like next year probably. Where we are expecting to see things, and if we don't see them, then we're going to be like, "Well, hang on, we're not. Where are all the three zero reveals? Where are all yeah. the Mezco reveals and stuff like that?" So yeah, uh, we will get to Mezco as well in a little while. They did have a few little cute reveals um, for SDCC. But what do you think about Destro first and foremost, buddy?
1: Uh, I really like the, the sculpt, the the sculpting they have on the fists, the 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 fact that they look like they are metal fists. I think is a huge plus because it makes me think of the original Destro art. I've stared at that original Destro card art so many times and wondered, you know, were his hands intended to be silver? Because mm. they are not colored black like his outfit, it, like, like the toy. If you look at the original Destro card art, they're colored the same way in that art as his head is. Yeah. So I have often wondered, you know, did they consider chroming the hands of Destro in addition to the head?
0: Um, what does the um, pre-production stuff kind of hint at? Because they would, that would have been maybe reference, wouldn't it, for people that were doing artwork, like Hexagreedo and, and people right,
1: like that? Right, right. Yeah. Um, the, the only reference I can find, really, is there's that earlier Destro that appears in, um, in, in a Toy Fair catalog, and it has black hands.
0: Yeah, I wonder um, if they might have, like you say, there might have been a version of it floating around early on, and when they realized right. they couldn't do that, they just painted them black, but Hector had already done the artwork, maybe.
1: Yeah, that's kind of what I'm thinking, that there would just be too much wear on the hands, or that chroming them would make them too thick, and that you'd have a lot of broken thumbs. Oh, e- yeah. oh yeah. Yeah. Or um, it would flake off immediately, wouldn't it? Like, Yeah, but you know what, Destro's head, like what do you think about uh, chrome stuff that flakes? Destro's head's something different because, you know, Beast Wars stuff that that's all falling off. But Destro's <laughs> head, like you could pretty much, I mean, yeah, they can get scuffed, but it's not like they are actually chipping and flaking. They're, they're pretty solid.
0: Yeah, I have to agree on that one. I was just thinking, like, it, it's like, slightly different in it with a head and a hands. Like the hands are constantly going to be like having things stuffed in them. Yeah, and at least with the head, it's it's really just maybe around the neck that you'd expect flaking where it's like where the connection of the um, articulation is or where it rubs against the back of the um yeah the toy uh, just lays down
1: and scuffs the back of his head sometimes yeah yeah but I really like the diamond select has has driven home the look of some really heavy metal gloves here with the way that his fist looks
0: yeah yeah it's really nice this one I like this one a lot um, and also, like the pat, this seems to be the way forward now with Destro, doesn't it? They're all obviously kind of operating off the same reference material, the same, uh, licensee informate, you know, license in like uh, materials is the word I'm looking for. But um, but they've all gone with this kind of like lined padding interior, which is always really nice on the. I, th- I guess they do it on the higher end stuff because it gives you more interesting, something more interesting to work with. Obviously with like Super 7, um, they're going to go animation accurate and that's smooth, simple, basic kind of like um, lines. But with the kind of higher end 12-inch Mezco, 6-inch classified, you can definitely see that they're trying to do different things with it to give it more like interest and stuff. But then also I guess it's it might be easier to do something padded than to just do a, a red basic you know i say easier but like how would it it might not look right do you know what i mean
1: yeah uh he, he may have a lot of smooth surfaces obviously you can't do a lot of wrinkles up in that area so how do you make that look uh dynamic just just to give it a look i'm, I'm warming up to it honestly when i saw it on the classified figure i've not really loved it because it seems to tie Destro closer to cobra with the foil. oh yeah
0: I see what you mean. And, and the, yeah.
1: Destro is Destro. You know, even the song in... Cobra in the, in the cartoon, and Destro. Cobra and Destro. He was definitely like a separate entity there from the beginning in the cartoon. And the toy didn't have a Cobra logo on him. He's, you know, in Cobra, but he's Destro.
0: Yeah, definitely. That's, that's a big quite deal. quite interesting they went with that. I mean, the design was very much to accentuate the logo, I guess, wasn't it? To kind of like incorporate it into him i suppose it feels like it yeah yeah um, i know what you're saying though um what does it say i was surprised destro's eyes are red as i expected green i haven't looked at it close enough actually i wasn't even i didn't even no- clock that but we'll have a look at some of the the close-up shots in the sdc segment segment in a second first up though there's some information on him so obviously <clears throat> he's at the diamond booth 2401 uh he'll be there the whole time at sdcc and the pre-orders will be going up shortly afterwards. Uh, they're twelve point. He's 12.2 inches tall. I think Cobra Commander's 12 inches tall, so he's a little bit bigger than Cobra Commander, which is pretty cool. Um, not by a great deal, though. Um, okay. Then Cobra Commander. This one looks kind of nice, doesn't he? Yeah, looks really good. Yeah, I mean, again, you can't really go wrong with Cobra Commander if you stick to that kind of um if you stick to that kind of design you can't you know you can't really go wrong with him i don't think yeah
1: it's this is all, another thing that i always find interesting whenever something gets added to a character at some point and then just kind of pops up regularly and kind of sticks as being part of them it's the cape yeah you know, that wasn't originally a part of this design but it worked so well and looked so good that it just keeps being reused
0: It does feel sometimes when you look at Cobra Commander that he's unfinished or he's very light in his, you know, in in his kind of like original visage. As soon as you throw the cape on, it just fills that space. Like the same kind of feeling I get sometimes when a character or a figure doesn't come with a backpack and you can definitely see that it needs to. Um, I feel that way with, I want to say like... Iceberg. Iceberg, version two Night Creeper, like the Ninja Force one. Uh, I wish it kind of had that fluffy. Well, he was supposed to have that cape. cape. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that's what I mean, though. Like the figure doesn't look finished because it's right. not, you it know, definitely it's missing. missing something. I agree. And yeah. I think I feel the same way about the Battlecore Viper. The purple and, is it the purple and red one? Yeah. I feel like yeah. that needs a backpack to fill out you know just kind
3: of fill well that's that space.
1: kind of true of a lot of the battle Core figures there's not a lot of backpacks going around i think you yeah. had one with like cross-country and um, not a lot i can't really no. think at the moment but there there's definitely a shortage of backpacks there yeah Maybe they, were going to... they started including sprues
3: yeah
0: um anyway that's a bit of, yeah cobra commander looks really nice not much more to, much more to say similar situation with uh, Destro. Like I said, this one's 12 inches tall, and like you say, you can, pre-orders will be going up pretty soon, I imagine. Um, right, that is that. Destro and Cobra and Destro. There they are, look, fighting. They do look pretty cool, don't they? Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm, I like that, The obviously, the cape's going to have some sort of like um, metal wiring in it to kind of pose it, so that's pretty cool as well. Um, yeah, really into these in a massive way. Um, Leon says can we have a 3-0 whale please yeah that's a good idea that would be the same size as the table I'm at at the moment probably Um, you can't see how big the table is but it's massive it's an extender anyway um, next up Pat we have to talk about as if we didn't have enough already to talk about with Super 7 Ultimates Wave 5 As if we didn't have enough to talk about with Super 7 at SDCC this year, but they only went and revealed Wave 5 of their latest G.I. Joe Ultimates. The four-figure wave consists of the Sunbow-inspired Crimson Guard, second animated iteration of Cover Girl, and the classic Sunbow Major Blood, as well as a vintage figure and miniseries-inspired version 1 of Roadblock. The full wave is available on Super 7's website with another super accessory pack as an incentive to get the entire wave from them. They also put up the Wave 4 figures again for those who missed out the first time yeah okay so lots to get through the ultimate's wave five here mate um first off are you happy with the lineup are you surprised by any of these i got them all right so do i get a medal yeah i'm not i'm, I'm not surprised by any of them because you
1: called all of them <laughs>
0: <laughs> it was i genuinely didn't know didn't know this was the lineup i swear to you I know some things, but I didn't know this. And we were kind of, we talked about this multiple times, hadn't we, of what we expected the next wave to kind of look like, um, both on camera and off. And um, it was like, yeah, we felt like Blood was one that was definitely on the cards. Roadblock was due. And um, uh, Covergirl was another one that made sense with the whole, you know, getting a female figure in the wave as well. So, what I, I will say, I'm surprised at two things. One, or am I surprised at two things? I'm surprised at one thing. Co- that covergirl doesn't didn't they didn't do the blonde hair version first, and I don't know why, but I was just expecting them to do that based on the I suppose the reaction figure we got earlier. Um, I mean, did you uh, were you surprised at any of the stuff that was in here? Um, not really.
1: Hey, there hey. she is Yeah, there she is. Um, I, I mean, this is a good Cover Girl. I, I just kind of thought whenever this one came out that they could easily have done, like prepared two different heads as they have for some of their other bodies. And maybe we'll see CoverGirl again. Yeah. They will want to spread out the releases of CoverGirl. Uh, so, yeah, no, not really. I, I think that if you're, you're going to release CoverGirl, you release the one that people are most familiar with, which is the one that they're doing. Yeah. Uh, and they can't really give that one the blonde hair because that's not the color of the, her uniform whenever she was blonde. Now maybe later on down the road they could do that one as well, but um I, I don't think that it would have made sense to lead with that version of, color, of cover of CoverGirl.
0: Yeah, awesome. Cobra Ninja one oh nine says, Yeah, CoverGirl's outfit was green when her hair was blonde, so they'll probably do a repaint for that. Uh I wouldn't be surprised. Maybe like next going into next SCCC, depending on what they kind of do with the the um, exclusives and stuff, but, um, you know, then they do tend to throw in the occasional repaint of a particular figure in Ultimates and Reaction, as we've seen uh, this year as well. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, so yeah, let's have a look at them. We also get, if you're going to order all four from Super 7's website, they're throwing in another accessory pack. Now this one's an interesting one because there is a random fist in there and I still don't know why there is a random left fist in there. Like, is it filling a gap that we haven't had in one of the figures that we just haven't paid attention to?
1: I actually looked over all the waves of figures trying to figure out who that could go to. And I think that everybody who has black gloves on has a left fist hand already.
0: So weird.
1: So I don't know why this is in there. Unless it's just, you know, maybe maybe something was going to be maybe it's gonna come painted and I just can't predict what it, it is. I don't know. This is definitely a
0: question that we should ask at some point. Because I, 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 I don't know why at, this is included. So I'm looking at Cobra Commander, right? And he's got every you know, he's got left fist as well. He's got a default left fist. That he's actually rocking already. So it's not for him necessarily. You're right, mate. Yeah. Um, Red Jackal, he's even got two red, uh, two black fists going on. I do not know what. And and the thing is, it's going to have to be
1: sized a certain way because obviously the Destro hands are larger than the Baroness hands. I'm not sure which fist. I mean, I think, isn't that a. Is, who's the knife go to? Is that a Baroness knife?
0: I'm going to say yes. Good shot. Yeah, it was the version one Baroness has that knife in all silver, I think.
1: So I started wondering if maybe the SDCC Baroness is is missing a left fist that they may have just, you know, as they are producing her, throwing the fist in here for some strange reason like maybe maybe that knife fits into the fist like maybe, maybe there's a hole in there
0: so that it can hold it oh this is then... past the pierogi says is there a left fist that's prone to breaking that could be what it's about maybe that could be what it's about thanks for the idea there I again we will uh, reach out to Brian and see if he has a, an answer for that um <laughs> a fist filling a gap that's what Kitty said um, yeah, absolutely. Um, but yeah, again, it's quite a nice little loadout of uh of accessories. Um I like when we get lots more kind of you know, kind of like the sunbow rifles as well. They're really going nuts with the sunbow rifles. Um, but it's not I would say this pack isn't as interesting, maybe, as the first one.
1: Uh I don't know. I lo- I love the the inclusion of an extra jump jet pack. That's yeah. a, definitely a big bonus. I think get- the sunbow rifle is good.
0: Yeah, I'd give that to, um, I'd probably give that that jump pack to uh, Roblox. Or, because obviously Stalker's already got one. Yeah, Roblox can have that one. Um, anyway, that's cool. Um, who would you give it to, Pat? Somebody
1: without a backpack already. And Roblox <laughs> has one, so.
0: Oh, he does, I guess. Yeah, you're right. They all have stuff, though, really. Look, Scarlet can have it then. Scarlet is rocking that done, sorted. And I've seen her use one as well, so that's even better. Um, right, major blood,
3: major blood,
0: absolute belter. This one, and I love this head on him. And it looks like, doesn't it? Look like he's blowing up behind him. He's blowing up whatever's behind him, <laughs> and it's caught him. He's gonna go. Gone, ah! <laughs> I've only got to fly me bloody back up. <laughs> he's
1: he's like the first character of GI Joe ever to react to the explosion that's <laughs> happening behind <it>. him. <laughs>
0: That's so true. I'm gonna be going through every card now just to see like if any of the others look like they're reacting to an explosion. but no I think you're right. This is the first ever ever example of a character feeling the the warmth minimum of that explosion behind them. Uh, absolutely brilliant. Uh, again, comes with some interesting um, uh, kind of items. They don't go crazy with the homage stuff. But the figure, I mean, he himself is a Sunbow, like, classic character. And he's so synonymous in, in in Sunbow, I think. Especially, like, in the early sort of, like, Sunbow um, series stuff. Like, uh, you know, and Pyramids of Darkness, obviously. He's quite a main character in that um, as well. But I just, I don't know, I think he's great. And I love the Sunbow design. I love the way they've done the arm the 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 body armor, he just looks so good. Yeah, I've
1: always liked the Sunbow colors on Major Blood anyway, because the helmet on the original toy, like they, the Cobra Officer, the, the Cobra Trooper, Cobra Commander, and Major Blood, they all share that same basic helmet shape. And I always thought that it was interesting to tie Major Blood a little bit closer to the Cobra Officer and Trooper by giving him that blue helmet rather than a black one. Yeah. I I just think that that looks I mean it's not something that I have to have every single time. Yeah. But I I do think that it 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 adds a little touch of cobra to the character that I enjoy.
0: I wonder if um cuz obviously we talked about this in the past but we knew that the last two the last two retro classified figures were going to be Snake Eyes and Major Blood and it turned out that they switched Major Blood out for Crimson Guard. Uh I wonder if that Major Blood in that line plan that we that we had was going to be this color this deco with like the blue helmet and the lighter brown and the and the you know almost like in yeah. and the silver arm kind of thing they seem to be uh steering closer to
1: uh the original toys as much as possible sure. whenever they were doing those retro carded figures so i kind of wonder how different the um the major blood we did get was originally planned to be like if that thing got got changed to be closer to uh the original major blood and so therefore it made less sense to do the retro one
0: just wanted to put this up here by shark eyes uh <laughs> judging by the expression on his face etc etc there you go i did see it and i actually giggled at it when i first saw it you might have noticed and then uh, someone said uh that comment is not getting read says the punk it's so always i'm like no it is <laughs> Yeah, absolutely is. Anyway, um, yeah, and also comes with a lot of cool stuff. Um, the binoculars, the detonator, and the A4 cassette are nice little additions. And of course, you've got the bomb um, and the different kind of laser blasters as well. And lots of hands. Uh, again, he's not like dripping in homage, but he has got a few um, nice bits and bobs in there from the cartoon. Um, yeah, love it. And I love the head sculpts. They're so good. I like it when they're more varied than just like neutral, smiling, mouth open. Like, I I like it when it's like, you know, a neutral head totally, but then like a really exaggerated visage and then something else. And that's exactly what they've done here. There's there's a lot of variation going on with these heads.
1: Yeah, it's going to lead to a lot of good uh, figure photography. And I'm curious, I would like to see an actual shelf where everybody is doing something, you know, all the expressions are different rather than just the neutral pose.
0: Absolutely. It's going to be fun seeing all this together, isn't it? I yeah. think the Ultimates, like, that, yeah. yeah, that's something that um, I'm, I'm excited to see a little bit more of, especially when um, Eric, shout out to Eric Aranya, sent us this um, kind of like, like what the Ultimates line looks like at the moment, which is yeah. kind yeah. of crazy, isn't it? It's kind of crazy. It's already that kind of, amount of figures revealed or released that's that's crazy cool um we also got obviously the crimson guard now this is this is a fun one because they have gone full-on sunbow they've really followed the kind of quirky nature of the design of the helmet with the sunbow kind of style here what are your thoughts here pat on the crimson guard
1: i actually have trouble remembering the crimson guard appearing often in the Sunboat cartoon. It's like, not often, is it? It's, not, now,
0: it's only like a few episodes, I think.
1: Yeah, obviously they're there in the beginning of the movie and that makes any any appearance in the movie is going to make them instantly more memorable in the cartoon. But realistically, in the
0: actual episodes, they're not in there a whole lot. Yeah, like primordial plot is the one that they were kind of, um, you know, like having a, um, what's, the, what's the word? Um, homage. And then this is full of good homage because you've got the coffee and donuts, which is from Primordial Plot. You've got the head, the blonde hair with the glasses, Primordial Plot again. Um, And you've got the germ episode with the germ, big purple germ thing at the bottom there, and the germ test tubes that break, that create the germ in the first place. And they're in that episode. So like, yeah, you're right. It's fewer episodes, but certainly they've really managed to get a couple of good homages in there, I think, personally.
1: Yeah, they've done a really nice job of it. They've definitely done their homework and made sure that they put some stuff in there. I like it. Uh, the I backpack, also like the uh, blue trim that they've, that they've oh.
0: put on there. Yeah, that's definitely specifically from a couple of the episodes of the where they've yeah where they've done that, and it looks nice, doesn't it? It's a really nice kind of pop on that red. I like that. Mm-hmm. Um, another thing they've they've really bloated the backpack out, where because that's what I found funny about the the animated version sometimes. Is the the back like you know some of the backpack proportions or the some proportions in general would be a little bit weird or shaped weird, and the backpack is definitely one that they've 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 looked at a few frames and they've gone yeah let's try and make it very accurate to like how the animators did it.
1: Yeah, uh, I always wonder what is the Crimson Guard carrying in there. You know, like it's is it just decorative? You know, when are there Cobra was designing. Uh, Crimson Guard uniforms—they're like carry this around because it looks neat.
0: Yeah. Oh, uh, more episodes uh, telling Barking Fishes. There were forty-two appearances of Crimson Guards. <laughs> That's a lot more than we thought. Um, Gods Below is a good one. Yes, um, I feel like that has the Joes in Crimson Guard disguise as well, doesn't it? Um, could bonus hand and knife go for guard? Guard only has five hands. Uh yeah, but it's the it's basically a fist, which is what we you know, we see in a fist there. So it'd be effectively be two fists.
1: Yeah, I mean it could be. I I mean, I, I kind of wonder if there isn't a hole in that fist in order to put the knife in from the baroness. Oh, I, I can't quite see. Yeah, I think there's you've there's got it. Shadow.
0: I think you've got it. I think that's I think that's actually right. Oh, 42 is a meaning of life, Chris. Thank you, RKW. I appreciate it now. Um, it is as well. But yeah, like that that knife definitely goes in that hand, doesn't it? That is the, that is the knife holding hand. That's why I'm it's in guessing. there.
1: I'm guessing. Yeah, it's a knife holding hand. And so the knife probably fits directly in there, which would make that a Baroness hand, which, like I said, it could be something where the Red Baroness is being produced yeah. and they just have these... But I think that she comes with that hand. I...
3: So I'm
1: I'm a little confused at what's going on. And her fists, I don't think, are isn't she, doesn't she have red red hands?
0: Yeah, the red knock Baroness has like a dark kind of maroony hands, but the yeah the that yeah, it looks like she comes with that left hand with the knife. Maybe it's because they both come together, Kitty said. So I guess that's why. I guess that's why they're putting both of them in there. Anyway, it'll make more sense when I ask the question and they give us an answer, so we'll do that instead. Um, Right, so that's Crimson Guard. Roadblock. Now, this one is another one that's been definitely on the cards for inclusion in the Ultimates line. And not surprised they've gone with the version one here. I think I – this is my personal – what I think is going to happen – because they're holding on to what I think is their kind of ace card, not ace, but like what I think they're, they're holding on to the movie as a way to a vehicle to in, include some of the classic characters in that film, their appearances in that kind of line, shall we say. Yeah. So I think that version two Roblox will be seen with like uh, a, a half-changed Cobra Commander, maybe his faceplate, maybe some other... You know, interesting things—vines, maybe a head sculpt with the white eyes to show that he's blind. Yeah.
3: Um,
0: things like that. You know, that—that's what I expect um, that roadblock to be done, or oh, why where that roadblock's gonna kind of come into it. But where, what do you think about this particular one? Are you, are you happy they've done this one?
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, this is the roadblock that I had version one roadblock as a kid, so that was not the uh, version two isn't isn't my roadblock. Although I really like that design a lot. Yeah, I like version one
0: totally and also this opens the door for a uh, tiger force repaint would you say
1: yes i hadn't really thought about that because a lot of their stuff it seems to be so sunbow inspired although i guess there is a sunbow roadblock probably if he appears in that animation for the commercial technically yep. that was done uh by sunbow so
0: and they've just i mean they've just proven that tiger force and python patrol is something they're doing with reaction so um, I definitely could see them do it with here with uh, with ultimates, and plus sure. it gets it gets Duke re-released, it gets Flint redone, it gets uh, Roadblock. You know, yeah, it's like not the,
1: like Red Knock Baroness appeared in Sunbow, so that's
0: true. Um, it, or did she? I'm going to go through every episode now. To, no, she didn't. She clearly, obviously, didn't. Um, anyway, yes, love this loadout as well. Very much his vintage figure loadout the backpack the tripod the machine gun the helmet um this is one as well where the heads aren't that distinctly different i mean yes they're doing different things but i don't think it's as varied to say major blood um or even obviously the crimson guard which has like completely different head sculpts um what would you say to that
1: uh i don't know he has the neutral face he has a nice the the face with the grin on it is actually fun yeah um,
0: like like when he meets his uh his family at red at the red he He's Rocket, just made a it?
1: really silly rhyme is what it looks like to me like he's made <laughs> something extra silly and he's proud of himself.
0: Oh, <laughs> uh, that's amazing. Um, yeah, now I suppose he's got his angry one. I mean, th- they're different. Don't get me wrong. I just think when in some of the other cases, it's way more you know exaggerated oh, yeah. and yeah. yeah.
1: It may, Major blood is way more different, but. You know that's because he's in a pose that he appeared in, where he he laughs. I
0: so. I think I want a chef's hat, and I I really want a chef's hat, and we're not getting a chef's hat for any of the characters. I thought we'd get chef's hats for, so I'm hoping that they do a removable chef's hat that fits on everyone's heads <laughs> at some point in the accessory pack, which is very doubtful because um, you you just expect it to be molded on. Uh, to a head sculpt, yeah. but like we've had gung-ho now with no chef's hat um, maybe they'll do leather neck, maybe leather neck will have a chef's hat, it just has to happen at some point, surely
1: I, I, I don't know why why you're fixed Mate. on a chef's hat hey, <laughs> somebody next week, when are we come on to see you in a chef's hat
0: <laughs> put my alternate head on <laughs> this <is a> chef's <laughs> yeah. hat, see G.I. Joe, right Everyone's like, "What is he talking about? It doesn't make any sense." Um, yeah, lovely stuff. Anyway, I do. I, I love this this robe. Like, I think it's really cool. That that is going to be one of heavy figure uh, for all the gear he comes with. Oh yeah, that's true. That, l- that little thin knife as well, which slots into that side um, sheath, uh, and of course the pistol going in there too. Yeah. So let's play soldier. Reference is what I'm getting at, guys. Yeah, hundred um, percent. Barbecue hat from Red Rockets. Glare says, "Barking fridge." Absolutely. Um... Disappointed Roblox doesn't come with massage oil, says Adam. Absolute genius. Um, yeah, body massage. That would be gross. Anyway, um, last but not certainly not least is running CoverGirl. Um, what did you think of CoverGirl? I like it, she looks good. I have to agree with that. Um, I at first, when I saw her reveal, I was like, oh, you know, it's CoverGirl. They've kind of covered, they've covered it well. But then, when I really got to look at this render, I'm like, actually, there's loads of nice little details in there. Um, I love whether you know the, I love the deco on this figure, and I love the fact that she's got again extremely distinctive, different head sculpts going on here. We've got uh, short hair, long hair, and we've got this helmet, which we've been trying to find out if there's any direct reference here, or if it's just because you know she's a tank operator. Maybe it's just one of those things they thought, well, let's put, give her a. Um, kind of like a tank helmet with um, with mouthpiece. But do you remember any times CoverGirl wore a helmet? Uh, no, I can't remember that. I My my
1: memory of the Sunbow, like I, I focus so much on the toys that my memory of the Sunbow cartoon is getting foggy if it's not those first couple of episodes because I didn't have the repetition of season one and two when I was yeah. little because they didn't air. Yeah. You know, I had, I've said it many times, I had the first two miniseries I had uh, some VHS tapes that uh, I was able to rent a couple of times. And then I had um, the movie on VHS and anything that they re ran during Deke episodes. Right. There were a number of episodes that, whenever they finally got released onto DVD, that was my first opportunity, first opportunity to see them. Yeah. Um, So, uh, yeah, no, I, I don't have like the childhood. Repetition of having seen those many, many times for me. What about in the, the comic? Because I know comic. I know you're
0: a comic aficionado. Could you could you recall her uh, maybe using I, a helmet? In I, that? Don't, I don't
1: remember. The, I don't remember her wearing that in the comic.
0: Um. Oh, okay. Robert's saying there is one particular episode she wore it, but can't remember what episode um, in the Sunbow series, like a cameo scene. Okay, cool. Um, all th- this is an interesting thing, right? So, a couple of things. There's a few levels to the long hair head sculpt here first of all she is seen in this costume with long hair in that color in the film and it's when um she's in an awe striker i believe and it's uh yeah there's there's a there's an image floating around anyway so in the movie she does have long hair in that color so what i think we're seeing here is an homage to that but also and that would probably be our first movie homage i think. Um, also i i would suggest that this is a pre-paint for uh the head to be reused in blonde for a blonde version of this particular figure so i think i think that's um what the balance is here it's almost yeah, like a I pre-paint for the blonde sorry pat go on mate
1: i, I was just saying yes i agree <laughs> That, good, because Giving you... that sort of verbal feedback to, to encourage you to go on. And then you're like, what's that? Stop. <laughs> no, like keep going. You're doing good. Yes, I you're agree. You're doing
0: fine. Chris, you're doing fine. Just keep going. Everything's fine. It's all good. Anyway, I love that. And I think that's what we're dealing with here. I think, we, yeah, pre-paint for the blonde head to be reutilized for a different, you know, repaint or maybe even a slight redesign. Um, I'd have to look at both models next to each other, both uh, animation models, to see exactly what's going on. You might be able to get away with just repainting it, um, but it might be something they want to, you know, do accurately. Um, and yeah, and then we've got some other awesome stuff. We've got the um, now in the episode "Spell of the Sirens" or "Spell of the Siren," the Baroness finds this conch is what how it's pronounced, I believe, conch. However, you like prefer to pronounce it, shell that she blows through and mesmerizes and hypnotizes all the men now this um device is the mind nullifier um uh, ray or whatever it's called and that is not a speed camera which a few people thought it was a speed gun but that is utilized obviously in opposition of the conch so that is that particular item which is pretty cool she gets a walkie talkie sunbow rifle multiple hands and then what all i can imagine with the helmet and these items are that they've just given her Wolverine-related um, items here, Pat, the shovel, the
1: yeah. sledgehammer. And the the only thing is weird is don't you think it's weird that they show the M16 in the package but
0: not separately? Didn't even notice that. It might be that when I laid the image next to each other that it's just covering the M16. But oh, I think okay. you're right. I think, you, I think you're right in that it isn't shown on the loadout. I don't think it's ought- interesting. She gets an M16 as well. Didn't even notice that. Good eyes. Have I missed any other things out on any of the other figures? I I don't think so. No, I'm prone to do stupid things like that where I rush. Um, no, it looks like it's just
1: covered. No, girl. I don't think that you covered it up. I didn't. I don't think that I had seen that. Other than when I was just no, sitting here looking
0: at the package, it's not covered up. No, it's it's definitely just only seen in the package. That's interesting. I wonder if that it could be a render error where they've overlaid this onto a one that did have that rifle, or she could actually come with that rifle, which is which would be pretty cool actually. Um, in actual fact, we can find out because on Super 7's website, these are already up. For pre or- well yeah pre-ordering stuff I think yeah so uh, of course they are it's the ultimate wave stuff isn't it um, so let's have a quick butchers to see if Covergirl comes with an M16 for sure and I can tell you that accessories wise she gets missile rifle mind control nullifier gun hammer shovel walkie-talkie there's no mention of the other rifle. So that's interesting. Hmm. Yeah, it's
1: almost like maybe they planned to give it to her, but then they pulled it out and forgot to take it out of the picture.
0: Could be. Could very well be. Um, Yeah, we'll find out, um, obviously, when. And again, I'll ask that question, and I'll ask the question about... I've already forgotten what the other question I was going to ask was about, guys. Oh, the fist. The fist and the knife. Um, Okay, that, I believe, is everything for the uh the ultimates yeah we've covered all of the figures um nice one good little a really nice little wave and obviously the other wave previous to the one that actually finished pre-order uh schedule has also been redone uh by hasbro hasbro by super seven brought it back out again so you can get involved if you missed out on those pre-orders and i wonder pat if that is also down to maybe they didn't do as well as they wanted to on the pre-orders with that one
1: yeah, I kind of wonder as well. I, I mean, that's a, a shame to think that that may be the reason, but um, it it could be.
0: That was a solid wave as well with Zartan, but Baroness, Version Two, Gung Ho, and Stalker. It was a pretty heavy hitting lineup. So uh, yeah, I think that they are addressing some of the people, things that people didn't like about Wave Two. Yeah, right? yeah, so they, I, yeah. They, 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 they shouldn't have damage that them. They shouldn't. Yeah, I think that. I think you're right. I think the um, the fact that the heads weren't painted, um, I think was a was a big kind of issue. Um okay. Well, next up then we have got um well what is next? I've completely forgotten what's next. Haslab, I think. Yes it is. We've got some Haslab news. <laughs> Yes, the mighty Dragonfly haslab smashed through the unlocks, and despite not needing an extra day due to an app timer mishap, it ended on a hugely respectable 24,764 orders. Not bad after all, and we get three extra figures in Nightforce Ripcord, Glender, and Nightforce Crazy Legs. It's yet another successful Haslab for the Joe team, and almost certainly cements the line's existence for a few more years. Uh, someone's made a good point here Robert H on the previous uh, thing if something sold bad why would they bring it back well it's because with the pre-orders you know you have to make certain amount for it to be profitable for them and they're probably bringing it back out to see if they can maybe extend that that profit margin because again there's a balance with this stuff like with tooling and all the other stuff the more you and there's also a balance at the other end of it like if you overproduce or you know you get loads and loads of pre-orders in it's actually right the costs rise kind of you know quite substantially so there's a there is a balance point but obviously there you know they might just be under those in terms of um of numbers but that's why um i think they're doing that honestly anyway haslab now dragonfly xh1 pat successful i was it ever in any doubt for you
1: not really I mean these has labs have for GI Joe anyway have been doing very well uh I I didn't have any doubt uh it's always the inverted bell curve on these where that you'll have most of your pre-orders right away kind of yeah. curious uh how how the ghost is doing that just went up yesterday for has labs I want to say halfway
0: said, halfway done already
1: it it, oh, it it hit there like within an hour half it hit halfway that real quick um, and whenever you were saying, you know, this is guaranteed the line success in for a few years, it's like, which one do you mean, the G.I. Joe line or the HasLab line? Because <laughs> I think as G.I. G.I. Joe keeps on making HasLabs successful, G.I. Joe is helping to guarantee more HasLabs.
3: Yeah.
0: Um, yes. But the problem, I think as well, um, Star Wars did actually, yeah, they faulted the last one, didn't they, with the Rancor? Have they had one yeah. since then? they had the lightsaber that also failed ah oh, that was that was afterwards wasn't it
1: yeah i think so yeah so they've had a couple of them they've had a, couple, were, of, no they've had a couple of
0: yeah um the ghost looks pretty cool actually i'm not going to lie i oh, it looks really nice it's beautiful isn't it like i was i was i was actually surprised at how um nice it is oh yeah they're they're like 5 5425 so they're way past halfway they're closing in on um on that pretty quickly, but can they bad.
1: fund in the first day like the Dragonfly did?
0: Yeah, I think it. I think it probably might do. Um, yeah, it, I think as well the fact that it's it's so nice. Uh, uh, do you know this might be a this might be a thing here, Pat, for Haslabs, Labs, revealing all of the stretch tiers like immediately, just like here are all of the tiers that you're going to have. Go nuts. Do you think that has? Uh, a, a more a more positive effect on people wanting to back it
1: you know i, I, I do, obviously that creates more of the fear of missing out but i i wonder how that affects momentum mm. you know so i don't know i think that there's we we've seen the 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 various effects i i do think that it's not a bad idea to have some new reveals that were unexpected yeah. Sometimes during the campaign, like, yeah, it's almost like an unexpected reveal may be better than a, a thing that's a mystery from the start. Like, yeah. just like, Hey, it's a, it's, it's this has lab, this ship with a few figures and then somewhere along the line, no, no, there's another figure or no, it comes with, um, cause honestly, uh, it's, you see the head of, um, of the droid in there but you don't see the body and that's confusing. So I'm not sure what's going on with that. And it makes me wonder if that's going to be revealed later. Yeah. In that Haslab. anyway, we're really getting into the star Wars on this.
0: No, that's great. And it's all relevant though. It's relevant in our conversation because um, like I said, like, you know, when you, when you kind of compare it to like this Haslab, which again, stunningly successful, his tank, like literally crazy successful, uh the sky striker has lab was successful it wasn't like a hundred percent didn't get to ketchup and mustard aka the ground crew but it did um you know it did big uh, big numbers for 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 it being the first has lab and everything and and all that stuff and considering the kind of i don't know the you know the kind of not fence sitting but like it wasn't like the below your mind kind of thing. We'd had so many Sky Strikers in the past, but there were so many nice additional elements to it and, and the stand and the, the blast effects and all that kind of stuff and all of that jazz. And then of course, Ruffle, Ace, uh, Scarlet, Pilot Scarlet, and, you know, Nightforce Ripcord characters and the Mickey Mouse Cobra commander, the, the, the pit Viper, the, uh, you know, the, sorry, the pit trooper kind of thing, like the, uh, What's the word I'm looking for? The snake pit crew. Uh, yeah, the, uh, the ramp rat. Ramp rat. Um, that, you know, and then like a, and a different decoed trooper. Lots of different new infused ideas and fun elements to it. So it was more of, I think they describe it as a, a collection of items. And that kind of made a lot of sense. But in, you know, and, and they had everything. It was like on show from day one. It was like, there's everything from day one. Do you think also, like you say, like that kind of reveal thing gives it a more exciting, and like you say, I think the momentum element of they know that the first part of the thing's going to be the big part. They need those boosts. So do you think these little reveals give them that boost? Yeah. I mean,
1: anything that's going to get people talking again on social media is going to be a plus. If they just revealed everything at the beginning and there wasn't any sort of stretch goal or anything at all, there wouldn't be anything for us to continue talking about in the middle, uh, and it would it would create a, a bigger dip in the middle of the campaign, and may cause it to fizzle out if you didn't have people constantly thinking about it. Yeah, and and uh, looking toward that goal at least.
0: Absolutely, uh, the program makes a good point here, but I do want to talk on this because uh, there's a, there are a lot of differences, a lot more com- like there's a lot more complexity to it, just being a uh, comparing orange apples to apples i don't know if it guarantees the line sky striker funded and the o-ring line is effectively dead yes but there's a lot more to kind of look at here one the classified series look at how it's grown in the past like year alone um you know we're looking at this year being like an absolute banner year for the line and probably going into 2024 in a similar way but you could also argue that might they burn everyone out a little bit with the amount of reveals and and pre-orders and stuff like that that are kind of coming at us thick and fast? You could kind of look at it in two ways. I think what I'm getting at is it shows the um, popularity of the line um, to fund so quickly and hit every stretch goal and go beyond without really any moment where you're like, oh, I'm not sure... The only, the only speed bump was the reveal of Glenda, and even then it kept moving. So, I don't know, I, I feel like it just shows that there's a there's a definite, like, serious popularity for the classified series at the moment, and that just shows in what we've been seeing at SDCC as well. In terms of the O-ring, though, it was a different story, wasn't it? It was like the, the Sky Striker was the best part of the O-ring, and everything else was, like, drips and drabs and not really... Nothing was coming out, and the the, the yeah. Sky Striker was almost like a, It almost felt like when the vintage collection revealed the um uh sail barge, or like a flip version of it, where they reveal the sail barge, but they didn't have any figures to go with it, so they kind of reignited the vintage collection a little bit. Do you know what I mean?
1: Yeah, uh, there, there was a lot of missteps with the reintroduction of the o ring figures, and honestly, the Sky Striker funded and was popular, but it was not a good thing that whenever it showed up. People had a lot of issues with, even yeah. aside from the bent cards, the, you know, Scarlet's crossbow not yeah. being right, and then them claiming that it was right, which I still don't think was the right move on that.
3: No, they no. They needed
1: to make the crossbow again and send it to everybody. Yeah. Uh, the Sky Striker not being all packed inside the, the the box. Yeah. There was a lot of weird decisions with that and some things that uh, just didn't, didn't quite take off. With the Skystriker, uh, uh, that I think that I think that our that for me the the feeling for future Haslabs is going to be affected even more by how well they execute the hiss. Like once we all get the hiss in hand, that's when we'll know how to feel for future Haslabs. I think.
0: Bait well, we'll talk about the hiss in a little while. Uh, definitely. Um, they one more thing to talk about the Haslab. They extended the the thing because of the, the mess up on the app timer and everything. I didn't really see this as an issue like I didn't really yeah. like it wasn't like it was like the well they've already done every you know they've already smashed through everything they've unlocked everything at this point this is just a bonus for no real for
3: if only, you were one only of the
0: really
1: people who is a, going off of the app to actually consider and you were sitting there like uh you know a day ahead thinking well maybe I will maybe my, my paycheck comes in tomorrow and yeah. I'm going I'm going to fund it i don't want to commit quite yet i want to make sure that i have the money tomorrow yeah and then you find out it ended early because the app was wrong yeah you'd be upset and you'd have a good reason to be yeah um so them extending it i think was just the right move
0: yeah i, I agree on that i think that is the the example that i would have probably thought of myself in as well like the, the the person that is utilizing the app and they're doing that thing where they're waiting until the last minute just to make sure everything's in yeah in in, in, in line and correct yeah you, you're totally right on that one mate. Uh, I, yeah, again, I think it was a non-issue. And I think obviously there, were, there might have been a little bit of like sour grapes with some of the lines that maybe didn't fund and maybe could have done with an extra day. And that might have been the only real reason that they oh, thought that. Yeah. But at the same time, it's different. You can't compare the two. One was a struggling, um, you know, uh, you know, struggling to get there. And the other one was a situation where they needed to do something. Um, what time is the SDCC Joe panel? I believe it is um, one Pacific, one PM Pacific in uh, on SD on uh, in California. So it will be what four o'clock our time on the East Coast. Yeah, and I uh, think
1: I think Philip's going to be with any luck, Philip will be live streaming that as well.
0: Fantastic! He actually live streamed the uh, the Skybound panel yesterday where Larry Hammer was on it. He did last night. And I was night, driving it. Yes. I missed it completely, but I've, I've shared it since. So thank you, Phil, for that. And also thanks for all the pictures, Phil. My God, you've been sending us loads of stuff. Um, anyway, it finished at 24.764, Pat, the the HasLab. Um, are you surprised at that number? Are you Was that something that you does, – does that blow you away? Do you think that's amazing or what, how do you feel?
1: Uh, I, I feel okay about it. I mean, it's that, – that's strong in my opinion because – what the his tank did a little bit more than this, right?
0: Yeah, it had four extra days, I believe, or three. Yeah, but the,
1: the thing is, that's a his tank. Yeah, this is just a dragonfly.
0: That's what I'm saying. Like, there's a there's like, quite an impressive the fact that
1: the dragonfly came close to his tank number. Yeah, his tank's a his tank. Like that yeah. thing's way more, in my opinion, way more iconic and way more specific to GI Joe than the dragonfly. When they reveal the dragonfly? uh no, I didn't. I wanted to unlock Glenda, <laughs> and I kept on logging in. But I was at work, and then like it got close, and I'm like, mm, "I'm gonna try to do it. It's gonna. I'm gonna try to make it happen." And then I looked, and it was like 90 past the number. Oh no! I was so disappointed. Yeah, hi, I was gonna you... screenshot it. It just like the number before fund it, and then screenshot it again and oh, claim that I had done it. But but no. But
0: I did I did get in right afterward. So Oh, Alex has said it's uh 12 pm to one pm uh on the west coast. I thought it was one pm for some reason. I think Emily said that the other day actually. So yeah, I'd have I'd have um I'd have missed that completely. Yeah, um yeah, and I think he might be doing that
1: on the Articulated Points channel. Brilliant rather than on YouTube. He may be doing it on there. I it all just depends on what kind of setup Philip has. So Look both at Phillips' uh,
0: YouTube, Phillips' Facebook, or look for articulated points because I'm hoping that's what he does it. <laughs> <Cool>. <laughs> we're going to share it as well on our. We're going to share what Phil does on our page too. So okay, sweet. Yeah, they'll they'll see it in some way, shape, or form. Uh, Adam says just a dragonfly. I wanted the dragonfly way more than the hiss. Again, it's what you prefer, isn't it? But let, I have to agree with Pat on this one. The hiss tank is so iconic to to cobra to gi joe yeah yeah i i, I have to kind of uh, go with you on that one but anyway got we've still got that's the Haslab. we've still got one more story to go through and it's quite a big one so let's get let's get recapping sdcc before we have to go San Diego Comic-Con kicked off with a bang, revealing a number of upcoming projects with one single banner image at the Hasbro booth. Day two was also filled with some great reveals, so yes, it's SDCC. Yes, it's far too much for any of us to handle, so let's just recap it, shall we?
3: Yep,
0: too much to go through, so I didn't bother doing a proper video for it. Uh, Sue me. Now, we'll start with 3-0, so obviously we've already talked about these figures. Uh, Nice to see them in person though, Pat, and you can kind of really get some of the nice details going on there can't you
1: yeah I like seeing the way that the uh the Cobra logo is an actual you know physical thing rather than just printed on the cape but yeah for a 12-inch figure I, I kind of expect it to look this nice yeah I do kind cool. of wish that he came with his original Cobra commander gun you know like the hair
0: dryer style you never know they're gonna have a lot of i mean they have lots of uh accessories we'll see the loadout. i'm sure they might they might sneak that in there yeah that's true if not S- somebody can make one for me I'm sure. I'm sure there's probably one already at 12 inch scale i'm sideshow probably did it didn't they
1: uh i think you're right i think I you're right to say they did i, want to say I they think did. i like they're this right. better
0: than the sideshow figure though um, people are saying there are conflicting times for the panel. Some are saying 12, some are saying one. I believe it is one o'clock or four pm Eastern. If not, Phil, tell us what time what time is the panel, mate? Because you're gonna have to be there and you're gonna have to film it. And it just popped up in the chat. So, oh, there he is. Yeah. There he is. Look, hi guys, I'm so tired. Um, well, you're doing the Lord's work, my man. Thanks for all the pictures you're sending us and all the, you know, all the stuff, the content from the show and everything. Really appreciate it, buddy. Keep keep being tired. Um, we also have Destro, and we can get to see some of his kind of like textures and uh panels and all that kind of stuff. Um, again, looks pretty good. Oh, oh, good. 1 p.m. Definitely 1 p.m. says Phil, and he's gonna be doing it. So perfect. 1 p.m. on the west coast, that's 4 p.m. Eastern. 9 and p.m. 4 1 p.m. 4 15 comic panel as well. Yes, and a 415 comic panel that he's doing. So that'll be Skybound Image, Transformers, Energon, G.I. Joe Universe thing, which is going to be awesome. Awesome. Brilliant. Um, guys, pay for Phil's coffee, says the figure six pack. Absolutely. Um, oh, we've got to. Okay, we've got to pay, pay you for coffee, Phil. I'll pack and Venmo you or something. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, so Destro, what do you think, Pat?
1: Uh, I, I do like it. It's an interesting... Uh, I, I like the looking at the textures. Once you get things into 12-inch... See, this is why I, I actually prefer my figures in 4-inch or 12-inch because I think that once you get into the 12-inch scale and you're dealing with actual like fabric materials and you're choosing the textures, I think that that really drives home uh, how he's supposed to look a little more armored up top, right. I think right in in this design I mean that's not how Destro necessarily always is I actually think the first figure was supposed to be more of a jacket with a whole lot less flair to the collar um but you know the, the the cartoon went this way even the later figures did this has become what Destro is synonymous with is that big collar yeah uh but yeah I like the way that the I like all the various textures that they've chosen for for his jacket.
0: Yeah, it looks pretty cool. Um, yeah. and like, yeah, they're the red eyes as well, up, up close, so you can kind of see them nice in the clear. Yeah. Um, as well as three three zero we also had Mezco reveals, and I've got to say the picture looks kind of funny on this one. Uh, but uh yeah, Mezco Duke. Um, they've kind of gone with that like again. This is the body type they use is very stocky, isn't it? They're all quite stocky little figures, the uh the Mezco six-inch line. Um, what do you think of Duke? Um, kind of I guess early development phase. Yeah, actually well,
1: he doesn't look bad. No. Um, it just it does look like it's very early, that they wanted to get kind of like some sort of reveal out there. Clearly, he's not going to just come this way with no accessories.
0: And also like be standing in a certain way because you know that yeah. the articulation and everything isn't like quite on point for the prototype that they have. Um, but, yeah, I, I quite like this. Again, Like, he, there's, someone said he looked like John the Cena, which I thought was quite funny. Um, but then I couldn't see it. Uh, but anyway, yeah, so G.I. Joe Duke 112 Collective. They also revealed, oh, thank you, Leonard Lima Jr., for the super chat. Build a Vehicle Series Box Art Fold to Connect. There's a lot of information in that uh, one comment you've made there, Leonard, but thank you so much for the super chat. Um, build a Vehicle Series Box Art Fold to Connect. That'd be kind of interesting. So like, are you talking about the um, build a vehicle as one thing and the box art folds to connect to create a dio? Or are you saying that you're making a vehicle out of the box art folded up? Let us know uh, in a regular, you don't have to keep doing Super chats. I'll just look for you again in a regular one. But yeah, give us a bit more on that one. But thank you so much for the Super Chat. We really appreciate it. Um, Yes. So that yeah oh of course Diana is excited, of course you are Diana you're the you're the leading Duke fanatic in the GI Joe fandom. So I'm glad you're happy that Duke's coming. Um, Kitty said, <laughs> it is it does it like a paint master. Yeah, you said she said herself, it looks like the paint master close up. Um, he has a cramp in his hand from fighting for so much democracy. <laughs> Brilliant. I hope you're having a great time there as well, Diana. I saw a few pictures of you hugging Larry as well while you were there, which is awesome. Um, Yeah, send our regards to everybody. Um, Yeah, so there's Duke in Mezco. I'm sure we'll get more information on that one very soon. They also showed off Storm Shadow, who looks pretty cool. I like him. His little knee pads there. Ninjas need knee pads. Um, And then, of course, this little addition. We haven't seen Timber yet, so it was nice to see that uh, Snake Eyes Deluxe is coming with Timber. And again, pretty cool figure. And uh, what do you think of Timber? Do you think he's gonna? Do you think he's gonna be better than the classified version, or do you think that's gonna be hard to beat?
1: That's gonna be that's gonna be hard to beat. It, I like the it? materials used in the classified version too, and I'm just associating these with maybe some stiffer material.
0: Kitty Am I said, wrong? Yeah, definitely, definitely. The yeah. classified ones. I, well, I haven't seen this figure, and we we won't have it in hand for a while yet. But um, I have a feeling that, yeah, the classified version will be slightly softer material, definitely. Um, anyway, classified builder vehicle. Yeah, Leonard, okay, uh, that that would be... I think it would work for maybe like the Snake Armour, would you say, Pat? A builder vehicle could work for that, couldn't it?
1: Yeah, it, well, yes. I And I think that the Hasbro pattern with the builders, like the builder figures... Has been to make the build a figure, but then later on come out with it, you know, on its own with maybe a new head or a new deco. Uh, so whatever, if they did a build a series, I've often thought the pack rats would make sense.
3: Uh yeah, pack but, rats would be great. But yeah, you
1: could do you could do the snake armor and then release the snake armor on its own in blue, and you know maybe do the well maybe do the built blue one as the build a, and then the white one is the separate one.
0: You could the, do that for sure. The, the thing is, you're looking at five-figure wave, and you'd have to build that vehicle in five figures. And the fact they do vehicles anyway at that size, they do a vehicle in a figure. Yeah. I think I prefer having a figure and a vehicle come together, honestly, just like in a like a slightly bigger set, you know?
1: Yeah, sometimes I felt like padding things out with additional accessories or build a part is a way of leapfrogging the price as well. You know, introduce that those build a parts and then say, well, we're raising the price because these parts are in there. Yeah. And then a few waves later, just we're not doing that
0: anymore. And that's the price. And that's exactly. Yeah. Like yeah, you know? a hidden hot cost hike, basically. Yeah. yeah. Uh yeah. So yeah, anyway, no neck articulation on Timber says Sean on this one. Yeah. So I think I think the classified one is still safe in its um yeah, Adam's right. I think classified timber was the best figure of 2021 as well. Actually, I think it was absolutely phenomenal. Um, yeah, I'm with you on that one, Adam. Um, build a Fatal Fluffy, says Justin. I like that. That would be amazing. Um, yeah, I think I, I prefer to get more accessories anyway um, than a Builder figure. But anyway, it's it's an interesting comment, and it's also an interesting topic that has been talked about quite a lot uh, with the Classified series. Um, Mezco also showed off Roadblock Destro and Firefly. I do have the Destro figure. It is really good. So I'm I've got high hopes for the rest of the figures in this line for sure. Um, Yeah, then Super Seven Pat. This is a big one, right? This is a big one. Um, So we've got obviously the the deck that they've decked out their shop. It looks awesome again. Uh, They've got the kind of global Cobra kind of uh, decoration like floating around and everything. But more importantly, obviously Red Knock Baroness and Ultimates Red Jackal on display. Well, first of all, well, I think we've had the opportunity to talk about these because you weren't here last week, were you? Yeah, no, I was gone. What do you so. think? What do you think of them doing foreign
1: variations? There's something really nice seeing the Red Shadows logo on the box that large that it just is going to be a nice thing, even if you just leave it in the box and have it on, on the shelf. Yeah. You don't see that logo very often anymore. Um, So, yeah, I think that this is a... a a really nice choice and kind of surprising.
0: Oh, definitely. It's kind of one of those things that I think people would s- said a lot in the comments and we talked about, you know, repainting, getting like red jackal or red um red laser or any of those kind of like basic repaints, you know. But it never really dawned on me that they I never really thought it would actually happen. I was I kind of thought
1: that he'd be too close to Destro, that people would not go for it, and so maybe they would not do it, is honestly what I thought.
0: But he does look fairly significantly different in the the way that they've done it. I mean, you can't really be different. It's just Destro, isn't it, at the end of the day? But I like the fact that they're doing it, and I love the fact that um, it's always also interesting. I think they're doing it... It's not Red Jackal as a character, necessarily. It's an alias, I think, of Destro is how they're utilizing it in their universe it's their sunbow universe if you know what i mean
1: yeah yeah um which i mean didn't red jackal become destro in the comics anyway
3: yeah
0: so pretty much but he was also a cyborg so
1: right i know yeah it's it's a little bit of that uh retcon and hope people forget kind of (laughs) thing that they had going on pepperish farm
0: remembers pat what Pepperidge Farm remembers. Oh, it does,
1: yes. He has the red eyes here though, too.
0: Yeah, he does. He does. Uh, but he's a red shadow, so he has to have red right. eyes, right? It,
1: it makes a lot of sense to have that small difference on there, yeah.
0: Um, I love the, the thought of the fact that they even contemplated doing something fun school India. How uh, do you suppose in... they they
1: figure out the weapons loadout for these characters?
0: Not basically. a clue, because they are there's some interesting things in there. The not on show there is the fact that he comes with Flint's backpack.
1: Yeah, it's it's kind of interesting that uh they've they've not just taken whatever came with Destro and recolored it.
0: Yeah, totally. Um, yeah, it is an interesting one. I still don't know if they're binoculars or if it's a little book. I still don't know what that is. I'm sure it's some sort of future binocular type, you know, kind of square binoculars thing, but I don't remember them being in the line yet. Um um yeah and uh red knock baroness i mean it's an interesting one i'm I'm really surprised they went and did something in ultimates that was a fun school variation i'm glad they yeah. did but it's really interesting i mean does this open the door for canary ann as well do you think
1: Oh, for sure i i would say yes
0: cool um that's coming confirmed guys um we also got some shots obviously of the city of the dead box set which is really fun uh the python patrol trooper which is an exclusive for the show Uh, and the snake armor was revealed. Sorry, I thought I was going to a different image there. The snake armor, Pat, what do you think of this?
1: Uh, I think it's really cool. I think that I would like the figure inside of it to have been ultimate scaled. That's the only thing that I will say. Even if it doesn't make sense because of the size of how big it is, uh, I still would prefer that. Do, Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. They obviously wanted to wanted to hit that height that they've been doing with the super cyborgs. And that height kind of determines how large the character would be inside because yeah. we already know what the proportions are. But even still, there's a, a good part of me that's like, well, then I would just prefer them to, uh, you know, space it out, make it a little more roomy for the figure in there. Because what is this, maybe like an 11-inch, 11-inch figure?
0: uh yeah it's 11 inches and the figure is like half molded inside so it's only half of the the front of the figure if you know what i mean yeah so it's molded in but obviously it's like yeah it's kind of like it's not there's no you can't really yeah there's no back of the figure or anything just kind of right up against that back wall type thing um i have to admit like if you if you close all this up and just have it with your ultimates, it kind of works as that big snake arm that you see it in does. the movie that blows the yeah. doors down. But if you um if you kind of like have the thing open and the the figure's massive compared to an ultimates figure, it's it's really like comically larger than an ultimates figure inside. So you'd have like I thought it might make sense to make it like a multi-compatible scenario, but with, that's probably where it probably just got a bit pricey. It gets difficult around the waist to work that out you know if they want to kind of articulate that so i guess they went with this as like a compromise but i think it would have been cool if the uh, because this would have had enough space for an ultimate figure to operate inside i think
1: yeah that would have that would have been really cool uh is the figure is the the torso removable
0: no that is because it's molded in there into the the back piece Um, it would have been nice if
1: you could have fit a little seat and just had a a snake with a three and three quarter inch figure, just the,
0: the
1: <laughs> torso part of it.
0: But now you get you get into Robo Skull Mark Two territory, for yeah, that. like multi scale, yeah.
1: Well, that's uh, what I imagine is going on with that larger snake in the
0: movie. Yeah, Th- there's just a, like a t- like little guy in there. There
1: is like a, I think a little clear part on the one in the movie, isn't there? Like a window, yeah, on his stomach. Yeah, where you could see maybe a shadow of a character
0: sitting there. I'll, I'll have to look at that the, that particular scene because they're all in front of the snake armor when it blows the doors down, and um, I'm, yeah, I'll have to have a look at that again. But uh, effectively, in terms of size, it's it towers over the the characters, so I think it would be a nice kind of complement with your ultimate figures. It, it would look nice anyway, um, just you know with those figures. Um, but yeah, cyborg is it's still fun and ridiculous and i kind of like it and it looks so good two panels in the front so you've got electronics that go over the front and then you get the front panel goes on and then you've got the yeah. leg panels so there's lots of like fun stuff coming on on this one and uh based on precedent it's likely we'll see a transparent version of this as well um when you think of what the bat did and what they've done with all the other ones they've done i would expect a, a transparent version of this as well um, yeah, yeah um but i, I do i kind of want this one it's cool, isn't it? It's really cool. Yeah. Um, right. And then the this is an interesting reveal. Now, this was probably the one thing that had all the eyebrows raising. A reaction scale, uh, intro to Cobra Airship. Sunbow intro to Cobra Airship. Now, this is the one obviously when Ace is coming over the, the horizon, he sees the reflection of it in his in his visor. And then, obviously, you see him flying towards it, and it's the, the big airship they all do battle on. Now, it looks pretty fairly sizable with that. Which also, this is a bit of another reveal. There's a Viper, a Reaction Viper, on top of that, um, on top of the actual airship. So I don't think we've had the Viper yet, have we? So that is a... No, and you yeah. are those two guys in the back corner there. They're the jetpack troopers from the Pyramid of Darkness set. Okay. Um, and then obviously you've got trouble bubbles as well, which is pretty cool. But right. let's talk about let's talk about this, Pat. What are your initial thoughts, please, and thank you?
1: Uh, I assume this thing opens up. I assume that it has maybe some guns that flip out. I'm expecting some sort of features or it to be mostly a display piece. I'm not sure. Um, it's obviously it's not scaled the same way. That it is in the cartoon because that would be
0: ridiculous. It'd have to be like the top part of a Death Star to be to be in, be in the same kind of size, you know. Like it'd have to be, it would have to be so big, wouldn't it, to to yeah. be scaled? Yeah. Um, so
1: I, I'm curious. Obviously, I'm wondering the obvious question: is space and price like how how much space will this take up and what is the price?
0: Yeah, I I haven't it's hard to gauge the size with just one reaction figure standing on it. Um it doesn't it definitely isn't as big as I thought it was gonna be, based on that viewpoint at the moment. But I'm sure if it was to be in hand, I'd be like, Oh yeah, this is this is massive and kind of a bit ridiculous. But again, I think we'll find out more information about that very soon. Do does it come with trouble bubbles is a question, or are right. these gonna be a separate yeah. thing?
1: Yeah, that's a really good question. I was just kind of assuming that they would be a separate thing, but that's a good point. It could be all one big package.
0: Oh, Philip says it's maybe eighteen inches across um, from what he remembers when he went to see it. So, yeah, I'd have to. <laughs> I need a. I need a tape measure. Uh, we don't know when it's going up for sale. Obviously, they're gonna. They're gonna bring. You know, they'll, they'll explain that as and when it comes up. Also, Phil wanted to tell us. Uh, the tags may say Destro and Baroness, but the boxes don't. Uh, Red Jackal Weapons Supplier and Red Knock Intelligence Officer are what's on the boxes. So it's not uh, what I would say, Phil, is it's only in their description online that it that it suggests that it's Destro and the Baroness. Uh, that's what I was kind of going from. Um, oh, that's
1: interesting. So, so it is officially Red Knock.
0: Yeah, so that that's great. Mm. That is kind of that's great. But again, we'll we'll probably find out more. I'll ask Brian some of these some of these questions as well eventually when he gets back from SDCC. Um, we haven't got price point. We haven't got any information on this yet, guys. So um, we, yeah, this is all speculative at the moment. Um, now, moving away from Super Seven, um, c- classified reveals. Uh, we have got Tiger Force Flint popped up uh, initially. That was the first thing I saw anyway when I was going through the uh, images online. Um, and this is a real. I-, I thought this is a really nice deco for the figure. Uh, I like they've thrown in a few more kind of elements like the ricondo secondary and the machete and the rifle. Um so he's kind of like decked out with a little a few more accessories here. Um what are your thoughts Pat on Tiger Force Flint?
1: A little weird. Uh, <laughs> I I kind of think that the line was definitely going toward a a different look when they did the original Flint and they are going more traditional now. Um, So I kind of think that flint for Tiger Force was a little bit of an odd choice. And I kind of was expecting him to be a pre-paint for a new standard flint. Okay. Um, So this is a little bit surprising to me, but it's almost nice that they aren't going so traditional with the deco. Yeah. As far as his face goes, considering the thought that if they ever do do a traditional flint, a more traditional flint, I should say uh it it would make sense like they'd almost have to do a Tiger Force one again
3: yeah so
1: so, yeah a little bit of a surprise to me I still don't really know how I feel about it like what my my gut feeling is whether I enjoy it or or don't (laughs) I'll I'll kind of want to see it in person first
0: okay you that's fair enough you just you just don't want the uh you don't the hate online come flying at you so you're just being you're being neutral at the moment it's cool man i get that's
1: that's how i am honestly for a lot of figures if i don't really have a a definitive feel for it it's it's best to have things in hand and i haven't been buying every single figure so yeah not even happened to get this one in hand
0: true Uh, true. definitely
1: not blown away by it that's for sure
0: i am uh i was like really excited for this figure to come out and i think the face paint is so cool i just think he looks really cool and i like the kind of elements they've added to him and it just looks really neat um and yeah so i'm, I'm kind of very happy with this particular um with this particular deco as well i just think it looks just really vibrant and of course on the packaging we've got his red sports car in the background or could it be another Transformers crossover hint here, Pat? So, like a mixture of, of uh, a mixture of, you know, the red sports car from Flint's vacation, and uh, maybe a Dodge Viper cliff jumper or something like that. would you alternators, think? Uh, alternators, yeah. yeah, alternators vibes.
1: Yeah, no, I, I don't think that that's any sort of hint of anything to come. I think that. Yeah, they're not just going to make a Dodge Viper and... Expect
0: I'm not saying that... No, no, that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying, like, we've got dark energy on, but I don't think we're going to get a dark energy on an accessory pack. Do you know what I mean? Like Or, like, yeah. I don't think we're going to get Transformers in the classified series. I'm just wondering if they are homaging is what I'm getting at, a Transformer uh, crossover. There, there could be, but... I don't think so. I think it's just Flint's vacation. It's just Flint's vacations car. Yeah, um, this was my thought process when I first saw it. They they were probably thinking, let's give some like you know some Sunbow homage in the background. He's got a red sports car in Flint's vacation, but it's let. Shall we do a different version, a more up to date version of it in the background? That's pro- that's my yeah. What I think they went through in terms of a a uh, yeah a um, thought process on that one. Uh anyway, that was Flint. We also got there's Flint again. We also got the Python Patrol Ninja. This has been one that's been kind of leaked uh for a while now in terms of the um the description of the character. We've known about this for a long time, and finally it's out, and we can see that well, we just thought it was a Python patrol ninja. We didn't know it was gonna be a female ninja, so that's even cooler. Um, what are your thoughts on this one, Pat? I think it's a Kiko's body, Zarana's arms, and Zartan's mask.
1: Yeah, but it looks like it might be the blue ninja female head with Zartan's mask on it. Yeah. I think the mask actually makes the head look a little bit too large and maybe yeah. a little bit too uh, like the mask overbiting. To out a little too exactly a little a bit. bit too much. Um so I think that she may end up looking
0: better without that, that on. I should say technically. Technically, it is the Blue Ninja because it's the different feet as well. So yeah, it's a re, it's effectively a Kiko slash Blue Ninja and uh, Zorana's arms and the the mask for Zartan. Yeah, um, I, I I do like the deco though, and I like the design, um, and it'll be interesting to see what what that mask looks like in real life as well. But I don't know, I'm digging it. I think it's kind of cool, wicked concept. I love the extra kind of deco on there on the mask too. Um, yeah, I'm, I, I, I know I'm, I'm, I'm down for that. Um, I'm excited to see all of the packaging and the promo shots. That's what I'm excited to see. Um, then we've got Chuckles. So obviously they're kind of showing off Chuckles in a big way. And for a while, I was thinking, oh, we, actually, we haven't talked about Chuckles because you weren't here last week either, Pat. No, we haven't. Ta- take us through your, your basic thoughts on Chuckles then. Well, it's
1: the, the Brandon Gerwa books on chuckles were the ones that made me really love chuckles even more as a character obviously i thought that the figure the original figure was cool and i already liked chuckles but i really thought that he was the one that that brought the character to having his own special corner of gi joe and i think that this this celebrates that i like that this is not what i was expecting though because i think that chuckles with the armory was what we had originally
0: seen i know yeah
1: yeah. This is not an armory. So this is not what I was expecting. I'm um, glad again, it's
0: not an armory in a sense, though, because an armory doesn't really make sense for Chuckles.
1: No, it doesn't. And I, we were looking to see how an armory would make sense. So is it what I was expecting? No, it is not. I was expecting an armory whenever I see a description called armory.
3: Yeah. Um,
1: But, yeah, I like the ch- I like the handcuffs. Uh, so Sexy. that's in the fact that it comes with a broken set. I do kind of feel like in this set, the joke's on chuckles. I think I mentioned that to you (laughs) Yeah, because you know, he's like making faces at Cobra and Hey, I got away with the plans, but if you look closely, the plans are for a crimson bat. So I'm sure that when he opens up that folder, it's just going to say, it's just a bat, but it's red.
0: (laughs) That's what I like about this narrative more than anything. It's the fact that he's gone to such degrees, like crazy lengths to get these files of just what is effectively a bat in red. There you go. Congratulations, Chuckles. Maybe they didn't have the plans for the bat. Maybe it's, you know, you never know. But you're right. Yeah, the joke's on Chuckles on this one. Um, I do love all the accessories. I think it's fun that they threw all those in there. This is probably the armory they were talking about, but it comes with the Crimson Strike team, not with Chuckles. Um, so yeah, this this looks like a much more significant three pack style uh, box for the uh, the uh, weapons for those guys, um, which obviously will be a PulseCon exclusive. We might even see that they might even reveal reven- reveal renders of it uh, today at um, the panel. We will have to wait and see. This was the big news, though, Pat. It was the 788 Fire Team reveal and this cheeky Techno Viper that's got everyone in a tizzy because they don't know what's going on, despite the fact I've tried to explain it multiple times. Uh, you've got the 788 Fireteam, and then you've got, in a similar theme, a Techno Viper. Now, we know that he comes with something else. We can't say what it is. We'll just have to wait until the panel reveal today to find out. But I think everyone has more or less worked it out from what I was telling them the other day on the on the stream. But what did you think of this as a reveal? We did it. Were you like, "Wow"? Um, or had I already showed you an image of? this? <laughs> had I already shown you an image of this? I do
1: Maybe, maybe not. I don't know. Um, it's. I actually really liked seeing the Range Viper in here. Uh, Big time, yeah. So, yeah, I think that this is a good way of, of supplementing the his tank, and there is still that part of me that sees this and goes, "Oh, I'd really like that in four inch scale."
0: Yeah, that would be nice, wouldn't it? As a as a deco for the range viper at that scale, definitely. Um, some cracking shots of the the artwork. Shout out to Oliver Barrett uh, for some amazing work on this. Um, and this is the techno viper pat. Does this excite you? Well, I think that this clearly
1: means we're getting a Techno Viper, like a, a standard color Techno Viper, as well at some
0: point. Definitely. Assume. Yeah, this is clearly linked to the theme uh, for the 788 Fireteam and the hiss tank. Then we had day two, which revealed even more stuff. So we had a, you know, even like the, so the breakfast. I call it the breakfast at Tiffany's. If that wasn't, it was just a breakfast thing with Hasbro, which sadly I was invited to but couldn't make it. How? Oh. Sh- yeah, how rubbish that is, eh? Um, Anyway, I was also invited to record and film at the Super 7 store with Brian and the Super 7 team uh, before they opened it, uh, which I mean, Mm. I just couldn't go. I know I had all these opportunities and I couldn't go. I feel so sad. Um, If I'd had a million subscribers, guys, it would have been fine, but I don't. So if we can get the subs up, maybe next year I can go and do all these things and get you like on, you know, at the scene footage and information and all that good stuff that you like from the full force. Anyway, the Hiss tank looks glorious, in my opinion. There's a produ- this is a final production model or a final production piece. Um, it's exciting because it looks like it's it's the, the real deal, Pat.
1: Yeah, and like I said, I think that when we get this in hand, that will better shape our feelings toward Haslabs in the future more so than the Sky Striker did.
0: Also um they showed that the like joysticks and 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 like levers and stuff work inside on the hand things on the armrests and they move around which is crazy cool and the um they showed the seatbelt being taken off as well in a video so it looks pretty pretty awesome i'm so excited for this to come in man i i can't even tell you this thing is it's going to be massive and also just sensational. There's another image of the uh, the weapons loadout change on the uh, side as well. But anyway, the His Tank was revealed. We've got some promo images as well. The box art looks phenomenal from, uh, again, Oliver Barrett did that. The kind of wrap-around freeze, which I thought was interior box art, it said in the blog. So I'm surprised to see it on the exterior, but I'm, I'm happy. Maybe there's another sleeve that goes over it, um, and that's what they were talking about. I don't know. But... Um, it's it looks pretty gorgeous, the box art, doesn't it?
1: Yeah, it looks really good. I like it. Uh,
0: then we've got the lineup of figures as well. Um, so we get to see those kind of in full now in their renders. Uh, no, sorry, not renders, in actual physical uh product photography. Um, all looking very tight. The um I'm 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 very impressed with how the tactician turned out. I like that, you know, um I like how he looks in reality, is what I'll say on that one. Um and obviously Cobra Commander was always going to be superb. But there you go. That's all their loadout and everything, all looking very, very cool. And a couple of shots of everything, obviously, in... Um, God, that thing's going to be massive. It's going to be massive. Anyway, uh, Storm Stratos has asked, MMS, thank you for the super chat. MMS is coming with Techno Viper, confirm? I, we can't, mate. We can't tell you. We can all, all we can say is thank you so much for the super chat. And uh, yeah, that's all I can say. Maybe if I do this... There you go. That's all I can do. But yeah, pretty much. Um, (laughs) uh, Yeah, that's awesome. His tank sorted. Um, Then we got chuckles, some close-ups of him, but we also got loads of uh, promo shots of him as well. There's a few close-ups of all of the, you know, the brass knuckles and the different head and the accessories. And this is all on show, of course, uh, at the breakfast. And then the promo shots are amazing. And um, real fun as well. Lots of fun infused shots here from shooting the galaxy. Who was on the other day and was commenting and all that kind of good stuff in the in the uh, in the comments. Um, really like I don't know. He's just been really great. So we're going to try and get him on the show very soon. But these are great as well, don't they, Pat? The uh, the promo shots.
1: Yeah, uh, and that may not be a transformer. It may just actually be the same model tape player that Soundwave turns into or exactly. Soundblaster.
0: Sound yeah. Blaster, yeah. I've been calling him Soundwave Blaster just to cover all my bases. Um, but yeah, it's very much uh, Headmaster's cartoon rejuvenated Soundwave, isn't it, in black? That's what I'm thinking. Kind, kind of is, but it could just be the tape, same tape player. I'm sure, yeah, whatever. This is all about Transformers crossovers now, mate. We've got Flint. We've got the, the Transformer car helping Flint. We've got Dark Energon. We've got the tape deck. It's all, it's happening. You can't do anything about it. Um yeah, loads of awesome accessories. I love how the I like how depthy the the briefcase is. So it allows you to carry a lot of yeah. that stuff. Because obviously and also he can on his back on the back of his belt, you can see the binoculars and the tape deck go on oh, the back yeah. of his belt. Yeah. So he's got loads of weird, like like almost hidden like features for carrying all of his gear, which is great. Um and there you go, there's another shot of him having a fight on a beach with some knuckle dusters hardcore um he's already been beaten up now he's running away with handcuffs on the narrative is hard to follow and i've probably not got it in the right order but effectively um, i don't think he has it in the right order he has the plans he needs to get back to base and he's relaxing on the beach yeah he's chilling he's listening to music on his headphones he's already he thinks he's he's got out already uh there's there is him with his shades on as well and uh Violently fighting on the beach again. So, violently fighting people on a beach chuckles, you absolute nut bar. Um,
3: There's no and- one there.
0: He's got
1: brass knuckles out and a knife. There's no one there. He's just maybe, you know, shadow boxing.
0: He's just tapped, mate, is what it is. Um, I'm just zipping through these because obviously we've got a lot more still to get. Yeah, go and I'm, I've got to get going. I know. Um, and then 788 Fire Team. Wow. What did you think of these as redecos, mate? Uh, and I'll skip through them as you talk.
1: I think that they look really good it's going to be this this is making this like I passed up that first three pack this would be hard to pass up um and like I said I look at these and I'm like wow I really would like some three and three quarter inch figures of this same thought process I, I, I love like the, what they've done here
0: I love the packaging I love this red line art kind of yeah. computer graphics almost I think it's really sexy yeah we um, often
1: think of of various repaint teams that could happen but the idea of making a a small collection that maybe will or will not be ever added to in the future that goes specifically with a vehicle it, it's, a, it's a win
0: definitely I love they've all got 788 on there in some different way shape yeah. or form that's just dope uh, 110 is the number for this set again lovely um, artwork again by uh, Oliver there on the side
1: would be nice if there were some stickers to cover up the 788 because I think can't you do different can you do different numbers on the his tank.
0: That's actually a great shout. Yeah. Um, I don't know if they've got different sticker numbers on the his tank, but obviously you can do, there'll be like toy hacks ones and all sorts. Yeah. Of there. Um, and then we've got the product images, which are stunning. Again, the box art, the figure loadouts here. These, obviously, that's the same Range Viper, just one without the, the secondary and the scarf, one with, and also the backpack's not on the other one on the left, but it shows you the whole loadout. Loads of good stuff with the Range Viper. This is Turning to one of my favourite Cobra troopers in the classified series for sure, um, and then of course the the officer looks so good in that deco. I love the vibrant red of the deck, the logo as well. It really, I don't know, there's something really nice about it. And that's all his loadout too. There's the bazooka trooper uh, as well. Again, massive loadout: bazookas, bazooka, and backpack, and shells, and the scrap iron's uh, blast effects for the uh, for the tank that he comes with. Um, and then, my goodness, the shots that Shooting the Galaxy did on this one are phenomenal. A uh, Down Dragonfly in the background as well. Brilliant stuff. Um, just some really nice touches on this. I love that one on the right there, Pat, where they're kind of like communicating to kind of get going, to move on kind of thing. That's really nice. Um, and then obviously the kind of dynamic shots. Loading the bazooka for him. Uh, and then, obviously, I'd imagine getting out the bloody way so you don't get burned by the black blast. Yeah. Um, and then, of course, these awesome shots as well. It looks like the Range Viper had his leg taken off by the uh, <laughs> by the blast of the uh, the bazooka there. All very nice, though. And, yeah, I think we said all we need to say on this. It's a, a phenomenal redeco. Yep. And now... Shoutouts! So let's keep it moving because pat's got to go have you tried hoarder yet no well you need to if you have a collection of things and want to create a fun and easy way of organizing it and of course showing it off then get involved you can post items and build collections and you can drop a status like getting a fun delivery or seeing some awesome related stuff on your travels build your collections with hoarder the app is free to download on google play and the app store so what are you waiting for get to hoarding just going to say i can do this on my own if you want to go now buddy and then i'll uh take well i'm going to give a
1: shout out to philip and then i'm going to go
0: okay cool there's philip there's a shout out
1: don't don't Uh, forget uh later on hopefully he'll be uh live streaming those panels uh and i really hope that he gets some some sleep
0: yeah same anyway get going buddy and i'll deal with this now all right Uh, i will see you later see you later buddy boom switched Bosch done that was smooth enough wasn't it that was kind of smooth um, anyway, thanks, Pat. Sorry, I've gone over. I've gone over time, as always, and he's going to be late now. I feel bad, but shout out to Phil. Uh, thanks, shout out to Pat as well for doing the longest show ever again. Uh, shout out to the family. I'm not. I don't have to rush anymore, so I don't have to run away with this. I'll, I'll re- rewind a bit. Phil, thank you so much for all of the images. You've been um... <laughs> reverse. Pat is in the house. Tap. Has just woken up. Is anything going on? No, we haven't really talked about much today. It's been kind of a chill kind of uh, scenario. But anyway, reverse Pat in the house. Tap. Thank you very much for the super chat, buddy. Uh, Brilliant stuff. Um, Who works during SDCC? Says RKW. Well, people at SDCC do. But yeah, who else does? Crazy stuff. Um, Anyway, I'm glad he got the. I'm glad he got Phil's shout out before he had to leave. And I'm glad it wasn't too jerky of a, of a switch over there. Anyway, massive shout-out to the family, to the folks in the UK and everyone in the UK and everyone in the US, uh, and, of course, to Kate and Pheebs, Um, Massive shout-out to all the fam. Um, and then, of course, to Brian Sauer. Massive shout-out for the graphics and disassembly required. Yes, um, another shout-out for this. November 3rd and 4th, hy Hall. It's or it's been announced. I don't think anything is up yet in terms of ticket sales, but as soon as they are, we will let you know. But just keeping you aware that assembly required the twelfth annual GI Joe convention in Iowa is going forward. It's it's usually assembly required, but obviously it's got a, a, a dreadnought theme, and it's going to be disassembly on this one, which is fun. Uh, so anyway, that's good stuff. Also, we've got another update for armor. So thanks to uh brian for letting us kind of reveal this information it'll be going up i imagine very shortly on their facebook page and ours when we share it uh, but another memorandum has come through from extensive enterprises this time it's about gear kits pre-orders of course and armor the event date itself excuse me Yes, Codename Iowa. Thank you very much. More details coming daily. Yes, absolutely. So this is effectively money is power. Wield yours by pre-ordering your official gear kit at the link above, which won't be here. The link above will be, you know, obviously on the actual post that Codename Iowa do. Um, But anyway, yes, uh, the gear kits, uh, quantities are limited. Uh, Scarcity is a motivator. Make haste capitalism only succeeds with your active participation. And I can tell you a little bit about the gear kits because they are kind of up on their website at the moment. Now, I say that, can I? Yes, I can. So there are three types of gear kit. I believe. Um, we have got the... Um, we'll start with this version. The uh, 2023 Armour Call Me Fred 4-inch gear kit is 100 bucks and features the following items. A 6x9 pop card back featuring Tomax and zaymot set of two. EE e. parking pass, two-sided plastic. That's hilarious. Um, an extensive Enterprises notebook and pen set, 50-page spiral bound. I like the sound of that. Might have something to do with the thing we're looking at on screen at the moment. A crimson command sticker set, high-quality vinyl die cut. Uh, the stickers are always high quality. It's amazing. Um, they're great. Replica Blueprint for a Cobra Ferret four-wheeler. Love that as well. Classified Collectors Catalogue with Checklist. They're always really nice. Look almost like a uh, fold-out product-like leaflet from back in the day, but they've done it for Classified. It's so good. Uh, Crimson Crunch Single Serve Cereal Box. Uh, An Extensive Enterprises Company Picnic Official T-shirt. Choose your size. And a four-inch Extensive Enterprise Office playset including twin desks, two executive chairs, and globes su- suitable for planning world domination. So that's 118 scale, and I believe that's the cardboard ones they put together. They're, they're amazing. So this gear kit is phenomenal, and for any 4-inch collectors, um, it sounds like a must for, for me. Now, there is also a 6-inch gear kit uh, called the Which Twin Are You set, uh, also 100 bucks, and it comes with the same things... Um, that I said previously, the uh, cell pop card backs, uh, the e-parking pass, the notepad book with pen, the uh, Crimson Command sticker set, the replica blueprint for the Cobra Ferret four-wheeler, the classified collector's catalogue checklist, Crimson Crunch cereal box, uh, the company picnic official T-shirt. But then it has six-inch double-trouble accessory pack, including hooks and zip line, dual laser pistols, Chemical can and briefcase. How awesome is that? So, they're going to be like little, you know, accessory accessories for your, your classified figures. And then a six inch diorama backdrop at 112 scale, which I, I don't know what it is yet. Can you tell what it is yet? Uh, but I imagine it's going to be some sort of extensive enterprises kind of like office, maybe kind of scenario. I don't know. Uh, maybe Codename Iowa will give us more details over the coming days. Now, there is one more option for uh, the executive-level gear kit at 135 bucks, and I believe that is everything I've just mentioned. Um, there's more, actually, involved in this one, I believe. So let's go through it just in case. Tomax and Zaymot, 6x9 cell pop card back set of two. Getting down to business, Tomax and Zaymot, 6x9 cell pop card back set of two. So four cell pop card backs. The parking pass, the notebook and pen, uh, the Employee of the Month Award. This new exclusive exclusive EE Employee of the Month Award 8x10 plexiglass plaque. That sounds awesome. Uh, Crimson Command sticker set, of course, the replica blueprint for the ferret, uh, the catalog with the checklist, the Crunch cereal box, the Crimson Crunch cereal box, the Company Picnic T-shirt the double trouble accessories pack for the six inch, the six inch diorama and the four inch office playset with the desks and everything. So you get everything and a little bit more with the uh, $135 gear kit. Uh, So that's the executive level all in. And yeah, that's all on their website right now. So you can get to pre-ordering those as we speak as well as uh, that's codenameiowa.com. Okay, codenameiowa.com. Uh, or you can go to Codename Iowa on the Facebook page and find all the links there. I've got the links in the in the thing, actually. Yeah, if you go into our description, all of the Codename Iowa links are there so you can find what you need right there. Uh, people keep asking me about the GI Joe panel. It's 1 p.m., guys, on the West Coast, so it will be 4 p.m. Eastern um, is when the panel goes live. And we'll be doing a uh, live – I'll be doing a live reaction at home. Uh, To the reveals, it might be a bit glitchy, and I apologise if that is the case, Uh, but that's just how it is, so you just have to deal with it. My apologies. Um, Anyway, Uh, also to let you know that the Armour event will be taking place on Saturday, August the 19th, 10 a.m. CST, which is 11 a.m. Eastern, I believe. Uh, Block your calendars. All other obligations are frivolous. Be there or be disappeared. So we've got a date, we've got gear kit pre orders going on. It's all happening for Armour. That's Armour. That's the online event, by the way. Assembly required, the in person convention is separate, just to make that clear to everyone. Assembly required, in person event, November 3rd to 4th, Hyvie Hall, uh, actual physical convention. Armour is an online event where you can order gear kits. Um, and also watch the show, uh, the the suite of events and video and all the the cool stuff they have for us uh, for armor on August the nineteenth at ten a.m. CST or eleven a.m. Eastern. Okay. Whew. Will they take vintage flag points? Says Future Fortress Maximus. You'll have to ask Conan Iowa. Probably not. But that is a good idea. They do have. They did a bunch of flag points. Um, on some of their stuff as well. So you can actually actually cut those out. Uh, not that they can buy you anything. Uh, but anyway, yeah, massive shout-outs to them. Now also to Skeletron, massive shout out to Ben, Mark, and the whole crew, Corey now, um, everyone involved, Bob Breakin, of course. And now Alex Hawley is the new artist on the um on the on the on the brand. Uh, and he's doing this beautiful artwork for the Wolf Trooper. Uh, carded figure absolutely stunning now there's a bit of information to go along with this now um the endeavor holds a special significance as alex hawley continues the artistic legacy left by the late ken kelly who sadly passed away last year inspired by ken kelly's iconic micronauts packaging alex hawley embarks on a journey that eventually led him to meet and forge a close friendship with his childhood idol two decades later we invite you to read the full remarkable story in the latest issue of Toy Collector Magazine. This deep diving action figure magazine is available in print for purchase online and can also be found in select Barnes & Noble bookstores. But what is really fun about this is the fact that Alex Hawley, who obviously was a Ken Kelly protege in a sense, you know, like he's one of the, Ken Kelly was someone that he admired and wanted to kind of, um, I wouldn't say uh, copy in any way, shape or form or emulate, but to... You know, to homage and to you can see that is evident in the beautiful artwork that Alex delivers as well. So it's, it's amazing that he is also now involved with Skeletron and the RoboSkull Mark II and the figures. It's just amazing to continue that legacy in a way. Um, and obviously, you so sad to hear that Ken Kelly passed away last year, who'd done an amazing job on the artwork that he produced for the, ro- the RoboSkull Mark II. Um, but anyway, the awesome news and thank you so much to Skeletron for, uh, you know, doing great things. And then also, um, we've had that, obviously we had the update for their delivery schedule that is apparently still going according to plan. So that delivery schedule we gave you last, I think a couple of weeks ago, um, is now like that is actually going on and is, you know, happening, uh, as expected. So we can follow that schedule. And if you don't remember it, uh, we've posted it on our Facebook page prior. Or you can go and check that uh, shout-outs on the couple of weeks ago weeklies. I think it was the Cobra Convergence Weekly we did a couple of weeks ago. Ray Murphy, it is beautiful artwork, isn't it, bud? Um, Absolutely. RKW, love it. Absolutely. Awesome stuff. Uh, Can't wait to get that stuff in hand as well. It's, it's, yeah, uh, very exciting stuff. Anyway, wow. Another two-hour special. Sorry, Pat, um, but he did stay with us as long as he could. Um, anyway, t- ooh, it's been a lot to talk about, and it just keeps getting more and more ridiculous. There's going to be even more to talk about today when I go live later to talk about the reveals from the panel. It's I'm just uh, I'm so tired, <laughs> so exhausted, but I love this stuff, and I wouldn't have it any other way. Thank you to all our viewers, everyone in the comments today. There's been so many of you. It's been ridiculous. Thanks for all the super chats. Thank you for our patrons as well. We've had loads of new patrons join us on our Patreon page. Thank you so much. Um, we will have another Intel Q&A um, very soon. I was going to do it this morning, but we ha- I have to fit other things in. So, yeah, I will have to take a four-hour nap, won't I? I definitely will. Uh, thank you, future Fortress Maximus. Um, like I said, we'll have loads more content coming. Like I said, that reveal today. Can't wait. I'll try and get all of. I'll try and get it all done as quickly as I can. Uh, but I will have to get the slideshow sorted, and then um, you know all that graphics and stuff. And then as soon as we can go live, I will. But we will be following their panels as soon as we can after the fact, uh, and we will be sharing Phil Donnelly's live stream of that particular panel as well. Uh, uh, hopefully, if all goes to to plan. So see you guys later. It's been an absolute pleasure. Stay fresh cheese bags, if you can, in this heat. It's so hot where I am as well. I I can't even tell you. Probably it's hot everywhere. Um, Anyway, stay fresh cheese bags. After three, you know what to do. One, two, three, full force and sleep.